Tim Smith here with Georgia Baptist Discipleship. I know that you're used to seeing a bunch of folks gathered for these, but today uh, you've got me. Let me encourage you to do a couple of things. I want you to go to our website and get the blog that I wrote because uh, you're going to want that because of all that we're going to cover in this session. I also want you to comment. Let us know where you're watching from, and also we want to hear your success stories. And remember when you comment, when you put your name in there in the comments, that gets you in the drawing for the free stuff. And so um, make sure that you comment, let us know your, where you're watching from, and also share with us your success stories or insights in this topic. Uh, the title of this session is the title of the blog that I wrote. We're getting lots of questions. Uh, seems like every day I'm dealing with lots of churches here in Georgia and in other parts of the country as well as we deal with the restart of Sunday school. And so the, the title of this is How Do We Restart Our Sunday School? And so I've got some points, some things I've learned uh, from talking with churches and working with churches here in Georgia as well as churches across the country. So uh, don't forget, comment. We want to hear your ideas and your insights. The first thing that that I think you need to do uh, when you start about when you start thinking about the restart is the first thing is to set a date. Now there'll be some people say, "Well, we we don't really need to set a date." Yes, you do. You need a date, a target to begin working from. People say, "Well, what if we don't?" Well, you just do like everybody else: football, school. Everybody's had a target. They've had to move the date, uh, but you need a date to begin working towards. So set a date, talk with the school system, talk with your leaders, uh, get everybody involved as much as you can and set a date that's going to work for you, your church and your community to have your kickoff um, for your restart of your Sunday school, your groups on Sunday morning. Now, the second thing is before you uh, announce that date, <laughs> the number two that you need to do is you need to survey your leaders. Uh, generally, what we're finding is about one-third of those who were your Sunday school leaders prior to COVID, about one-third of those are not coming back uh, for health reasons, um, different uh, family, uh, different reasons. And so uh, you need to survey and find out from your leaders what their plans are. And, um, and, and as I said in the blog, don't panic. Um, you know, if you don't have 100% of your leaders back initially, just remember you're not going to need 100% of them because not 100% of your people are going to come back. So don't panic when you begin to survey and talk with your leaders and say, hey, we're planning on coming back on this date. Will you be able to be in your place? And so survey your leaders. Uh, step number three is you need to determine your organization. Again, you'll need to consider the leaders, uh, those that are returning. Uh, you need to consider the, the possible attendance based on what you're experiencing maybe with in-person worship. And then also you need to think about the new people that you're going to reach. Um, there's going to be new people uh, that you have been connected with in the last six months that will want to be in a Sunday school class. So determine your organization. What classes are you going to have? And so get that organization in place. You're going to have 
three preschool classes, two children, uh, middle school, high school, a young adult, three meeting adult, and four senior adult, what, whatever your organization is. Get your organization, the classes, what you're going to have on that restart Sunday. Number four, once you've got your organization in place, you need to re-enlist or enlist uh, the leaders, the teachers uh, for those classes and for those groups. So um, make sure that you begin that enlistment process and communicate. Do not just expect the leaders uh, to show up. And, and then number five, you need to train those leaders. You need to help them become successful Sunday school leaders. Help them know how to prepare, how to present a Bible study for their age group that they're working with. The importance of ministry during these days, making sure that they're connected as well as reaching out to new people. And you're going to need to train them also in your church's policies and practices and what's expected in, in cleaning and sanitizing, what's expected and how it's going to work with social distancing. And so you'll want to train your leaders. And then finally, you, you want to communicate with your people. You want to uh, let everybody know when the restart of Sunday school is going to take place. And so plan that big and, and get that word out. And I would also, as, as I put in the blog, before you have the restart on Sunday morning, have a party, have a fellowship, have a get together, let people get together and fellowship and reconnect. Now, as you're making those plans, there's some things that you need to consider about the restart of Sunday school when your classes meet on campus. Uh, you may want to consider just using large areas and have large classes. And I, I, I usually don't encourage this, but we've got so many churches that have small rooms. And so you may want to consider having all of the young adults meet in the gym and all the uh, median adults meet in the fellowship hall for Sunday school and all the senior adults meet in the sanctuary or vice versa. You may, but you, you may want to consider, and I don't like this term, but maybe a master teacher approach where one person would, would teach the lesson for that Sunday. And you could set up a rotation among the teachers in that age division, but you may want to think about using large areas instead of the small classrooms. You also need to look at airflow. You need to, you need to make sure that you're using rooms that, that have both a supply line and a return so that the air is constantly moving in those rooms. And I would encourage you to set the thermostat where the air is continuous. Uh, the fan is running continuously, not just when the, the heat or the air is called for, but have the fan running continuously. And also you may wanna uh, go ahead and work on the spacing. Uh, as you look at those rooms and you set up those rooms with the social distancing, set those chairs out, put the six feet apart, do all that. And, and let me just encourage you, and again, I don't do this normally, but take all the extra chairs out of the room um, because they will be tempted um, to use those extra chairs. Also, you may wanna think about registering folks, asking them to register for their Sunday school class. That way you'll know who's coming, how many to plan for, you can make some adjustments before uh, those kind of things happen on a Sunday morning. So asking people to register online or calling the church office 
to let you know what class they're planning on attending. And then you may want to think about doing some other times. Instead of having everybody meet on Sunday morning at 930, you may want to say you can meet here at the church at any other time. Church provide the cleaning supplies and sanitizing uh, supplies so that the uh, members can clean before and after. But uh, they would call the church office and say, my group wants to meet on Thursday nights at seven o'clock in the fellowship hall. And so the church office would, would work that out and make sure that no one else is there. So you may want to think about other times, but still another option is looking at not only another time other than Sunday morning, but maybe another place other than being on the campus. Um, so you may, want, you may want to look at doing some home groups during the week or at their place of business. But let me say this, and I know this is weird coming from me, but, but you need to keep those small. Uh, keep those groups small because um, they're not meeting at the church. They're meeting in homes, and usually homes are not designed for groups of 24 or 36. They're usually smaller groups. So you're probably looking at a home group the best you can do is somewhere between six to 12 in attendance. So, so keep it small. And then also think about the kids. Um, whatever practice, whatever policy you have for vetting those who work with your children, your, your child safety procedures, whatever you do to vet those who work with minors on the church campus, You've got to have the same policy and practices in place for those who take care of the children when they meet at Fred's house on Monday night. So uh, do not neglect uh, the, the child protection issues when it comes to home groups. And um, just remember that whatever you do, whether it be on campus or whether it be in someone's home, you've got to make sure that you're abiding by what the local uh, law enforcement, local health officials, the local government, whatever they have put in place, you've got to make sure that you're abiding by those regulations, those rules, and those recommendations. And so as you begin your restart, whether it's on campus or in homes, make sure that you're talking with those who are in the know that uh, can help you in determining the best practice and knowing what your local situation is. We don't want you uh, uh, breaking any of those rules and regulations and recommendations. So find out what's going on locally before you start. Well, it is time to restart. I mean, a lot of churches are doing it. A lot of churches are having success. I want to hear your success stories, what's working in your church uh, when it comes to the restart of Sunday school. So make sure that you put your comments, let us know where you're watching from and also what's working and, and what's not working for you in regard to restarting Sunday school. Let me encourage you to go to our website. There you can get the information about all of the discipleship consultants and how we can uh, partner with you and help you in restarting your Sunday school. Well, thank you for being with us today. I'm Tim Smith with Georgia Baptist Discipleship. God bless you.